This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 832 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is all about what horseshoes are made of, with a little help from Becky Boss of Centaur Forge. And we'll get right to it after this important message from Equisketch Apps. Glenn the Geek here. The life of horse person is hard enough, and we all hate doing the required paperwork, and unfortunately many of us never get around to it, and it just piles up on our desk. That is about to change thanks to the Equisketch Records app for your iPhone or iPad. My wife and I use it to track our horses, and we absolutely love this thing. Equisketch Records is the most thorough and complete equestrian records app on the market today. We love this app because you can track your farrier work, your dental, your coggins, medicines, worming, and so much more. And you can get reminders on your device when all of these things are due. You'll never forget a worming or shots or farrier visit again. But it not only tracks your horse, you can also manage your horse shows, including individual events. You can manage riders, including lessons and memberships and so much more. And you can sync it between your iPhone and your iPad. And all of this for the price of a couple of cups of coffee from Starbucks. Search for Equisketch Records in the iOS App Store or go to Equisketch.com. That's E-Q-U-I-S-K-E-T-C-H.com. Equisketch.com. And I would like to be- welcome Becky Bass from Centaur Forge to the show. Becky's going to be stopping by here to the Horse Tip Daily Show several times to help us understand a little bit more about horseshoes, how they're made, what they're made of, and why they're made that way. Welcome to the show, Becky. Thank you very much. It's a pleasure to be here. This is going to be a lot of fun because I'm a, I'm a, a knowledge nut, and I grew up with a farrier who was very, very generous with his time and very interested in the blacksmithing aspect of his farrier work. So I got to learn a lot about metallurgy and how horseshoes are made and why they get made the way they do and that sort of thing. So I wanted to say thank you in advance for taking time out of your busy day to hang out here at Horse Tip Daily and help us out with Horseshoe 101, so to speak, because these tips are going to focus on the shoes themselves more so than the gentleman who shows up at your barn uh, two weeks late to put on horseshoes. <laughs> Sometimes they're not always late. Some no, there are some that are very much on time. up on time. That's right. So, Becky, first tell our audience a little bit about Centaur Forge. Uh, well, we are a blacksmith supply and farrier supply, and by that what it means is we, carry, we cater mostly to the horse's feet. So we have the supplies that your farrier needs besides the horseshoes and the nails. We also have the tools, the uh, shoeing boxes, leather aprons, things like that. Um, also, you know, various other things for working with metal, which is where we come into the blacksmith supply. In my world, uh, if a farrier calls up and says, I want some blacksmith supplies, I'm going to sell him some hammers and some steel and a forge. If he calls up and says he wants farrier supplies, that would mean to me that he wants horseshoes and nails and things like that. Uh-huh. Uh, 
in the old world, a blacksmith was a farrier. They did it all. They did all the metal working, you know, making all the metal tools for your house as well as doing the horseshoeing. But in order to kind of differentiate it now, we we classify a farrier as somebody who actually works on the horse's feet and the blacksmith who works only with metal. Aha, an important distinction. It is. It's very important because we've got people who call up and say, I want a blacksmith's apron. And for us, a blacksmith, you know, working only with metal, not working with horses, means that he wants a leather bit apron. A farrier would want a farrier's chaps, which are just, you know, from the waist down. So it's important that the, the person calling on the phone or contacting you knows which job he has. <laughs> that is correct, yes. Wow, words are important, folks. So Centaur Forge helps blacksmiths and farriers both make sure they have all of the right equipment to, a good, to do a good job, either making shepherd's hooks to hang plants on or taking care of your horse's feet. Correct. Very good. So we are going to start out this series. It's going to be three or four different tips as we go along here. We're going to start out with what things are made of. Um, there are a lot of different materials that horseshoes are made of in this day and age. So I was hoping that, uh, Becky, you could help us out a little bit with what those materials are and a little bit about what those materials, what the difference is in them and, and what's the same about them. Okay. Well, the most common horseshoe would be, you know, steel. And these are just, you know, just steel horseshoes, nothing, you know, they have all sorts of different shapes and sizes. You can get them with or without clips and you know, toe and heeled and all these other things. That's for, you know, basic sound horse, you know, if you're doing just a, um, not racing like in a Arlington racetrack or anything like that, but just, you know, general competitions, that is most of the time what you will use. Um, from there, the next common one would be aluminum. That would be more for is, uh, for the racing world where you would, and then there's therapeutic aluminum shoes, which, because they're lighter, you can make them with a wedge or you can make them with an egg bar, so they're not as heavy for the horse, but they're still doing the purpose that they're serving. And then after that, you have synthetic horseshoes, or, you know, there's, uh, like, a component. You know, it's almost like a rubber or, you know, same thing the sole of your tennis shoes are made of. Oh, really? Yeah, so it actually helps absorb the shock, especially if they're riding on the road or if they just uh, can't, you know, the horse is having trouble with lameness or something like that, needs more cushioning, more shock absorption. Mm -hmm. And then beyond that, you would go into, like, titanium and all sorts of different specialty shoes. But titanium, we don't even carry those anymore just because they are so expensive. Titanium, oh. it, there's not a lot of people who make them and mm -hmm. the cost of the titanium itself is very very expensive so then by the time you you know shape it into a shoe and actually sell it it, it gets to be quite costly mm -hmm. so the steel is still the most popular most common that's what all farriers have lots of those in their in their truck am i right yeah okay yeah. um so the have you seen over the past 10 years or so a larger variety of the synthetic or plastic types of shoes are there more different varieties available than there once were or is it 
the opposite in that there's only a few available and, you know, you have certain ones that are very strong in the market and everybody else disappeared? There are a lot more synthetic shoes and plastic shoes now than there ever were. And uh, actually because uh, we, you know, we cannot carry every single name brand because we would need the whole state of Wisconsin to be a warehouse for it. <laughs> just like everything else in Horstum, there's just too many kinds. Oh, so the synthetic or plastic shoes are by far more expensive than either steel or aluminum. Yes, they are. So in the at the at the retail level level, um, George Fred, the your local farrier, needs to buy a six month supply of steel shoes and aluminum shoes for his practice that does mostly local horses. What is there? Is there a significant difference in the price of a steel shoe versus an aluminum shoe, or are they relatively close together, price-wise? Well, the, steel, the steel shoes are definitely cheaper, um, just because steel itself is a is a lower cost metal, mm-hmm. and of course it depends on the you know what kind you're looking at and things like that as well. But just as an example, uh, Saint Croix shoes they run probably about three dollars and eighty-five cents a pair. Oh, they're sold in pairs. That's interesting. Yeah, there's a left and a right. Is it? I'm sorry. Is there a left and a right? Uh, some some shoes there are. The Kirkhurts have a number of shoes that are a left and a right pattern. Huh. Uh, the St. Croix Surefoot Hind have a left and a right pattern. Um, the uh, there's you really have to be careful which ones you're looking at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they all start to look the same to me. Frankly, they're that's why I hire a professional. Yeah. It's, yeah. It is. It's. Uh, it gets to be kind of consuming for our guys in the warehouse too, because when we ship, because we ship orders all over the world, so we have to know which ones come left and right, so that we can re- make sure that we're sending the customers the left and the right. And a lot of times, customers we also have walk-in customers that come in. They look at the shoe and they may put it in the wrong box or <gasps> things like that. So yeah, we have to be very, very careful if the if the shoes do come in a left and the right pattern. Interesting. Now, Centaur Forge is, for lack of a better term, a wholesaler in that you you folks sell horseshoes to professional farriers. You don't actually make horseshoes, am I correct? Correct, yeah. So we are just a retail store. This is and a retail store. Is, yeah. We do sell to horse owners as well. So anybody can come into our store or go to our website and shop. The main thing with the farriers is because they're buying in box prices, so when you buy a box versus just buying a pair, you're going to get a better price. So Got that's it. That's where the farriers Got come it. in for that reason. Now, this is, this is a I-have-no-idea stupid question, and you might not know this either since you folks don't actually make horseshoes. Are horseshoes made of recycled steel or aluminum? Does it matter, or is it from new materials? Most of it, I'm going to say, is from new materials, but there is a possibility possibility that a percentage is made from recycled. Okay, that at but this point, I am not exactly sure. At this point, it has not become one of those um, bullet points that you see on somebody's advertising made from recycled materials in the in the horseshoe world. Yeah, and I'm going to say most of the farriers out there who do have, you know, when they take the shoes off and they cannot be uh, uh, reset, I'm going to guess that they have their own scrap bucket and they take that in to be recycled. Oh, yeah, especially (laughs) aluminum shoes nowadays. You definitely want to save those and recycle them. (laughs) Yes. 
Well, that, that's been very informative. Um, I appreciate you bringing this all out for us, Becky. Tell folks listening out there uh, where they can find some more information and how they can get a hold of Centaur Forge. Well, our website is uh, just centaurforge.com, and that's spelled C-E-N-T-A-U-R, Forge, F-O-R-G-E.com. And we have a complete website that you can shop all of our products. Or you can give us a call at 1-800-666-9175. Well, that's fantastic. And we're going to see you again soon, Becky, okay? All right. Thanks so much. And that's a wrap. To listen to more tips on everything from barn care to websites for horse people, go to horsetipdaily.com and look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. This podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Equisketch.com. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.